Sanctuary. We're having a conversation over Let here. it breathe. <laughs> All right. It is time to put our money where our mouths are. Welcome, people, on Facebook Live. Hello to the Sims and Lefko podcast universe. Sims, welcome. What up? Sims is going to Notre Dame again, so you're going to have a busy week. Yeah. I am going to the Jets-Bills game tonight. That's awesome. And I am doing two things. Right. I am rooting for Bilal Powell for right. my fantasy team. Right. And I'm drinking a lot of beer. Oh, uh, drink a lot of beer. Become one of the Jet fans. Will you get involved in a Jets chant? That's what I would like to know. No, I want to be on a Bills chant. I am Team Bills right now. Okay, that's cool. I've been rooting for the Bills all year. You need to join in on one Jets chant. It's worth it. Even I've done that, and I grew up in a Giants household. The only letters that I'm spelling, there's six. E-A-G-L-E-S. I ain't (laughs) chanting four. What am I... Hey! Hey! I'm wearing green again because I'm the Resident Eagle fan here. That's awesome. Yeah. No, but uh, I really like the Bills. We're going to get to that in a second. We'll yeah. do the Thursday night game. Uh, but first, let us take a look at how we did last week. And guess what? Oh, yes, the Mush has got himself a run. Lefko and Sims both went 7-6 and six this week. Hey, Sims, look, we got new pictures. Holy cow, they picked a great one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sims still has a three-pick lead, but... Is your head in 3D there, or what? Sims, <laughs> Sims made $20 last week. Woo! I made $620 last week, and I now have an an $800 lead on Sims. Huge week. Yeah, you do. I went up $800 on you. Damn. Uh, the Minnesota pick, I made $400 Good in London. Good job by you. Uh, I got Pittsburgh for $230 over Detroit. I got uh, Dallas for $200 over Washington. Right. Those were my three big pits that hit. I didn't get New Orleans. Um, and See, I got, this is why I got I 100 on Buffalo. I can't bet. You bet your four big games. Yes. $300 last week. Right. You... Hit with the Texans. Oh, you hit with the Texans, right. and you hit with another Carolina team. Panthers. Carolina Panthers. Right. And then you almost got New England, uh, L.A. Chargers. Right. But I could and that us. backfired. And then you went Denver on Monday night. Yeah, and that backfired too. I it upsets me how much I root against your picks. <laughs> it's okay. I'm like at home and like Marcus Peters. Well, right I checked so I'm going, in with fuck the Sims. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend's like, what did he do? And I'm like, yeah. I just want him to lose. I know. I need to figure out. I don't know your bets on Sunday because I text you at times to ask you how much money you put. On that, and I can tell you were very excited that New England covered in that game when we were texting. Oh, I was so excited. You're such a jerk. Sean Edward, for once, you guys finally made me money. Two more weeks in a row. We can call that a winning streak. Thanks, homies. Uh, all the reports. Well, I want to know, what did he bet on, though? What's the one True. you bet on? What made you money? Please uh, reply. And then Lisa Matthews says, hopefully Sims did better math this week. Actually, Actually. <laughs> Sims bet, we're only supposed to bet $1,300 this week. Sims bet 1380 so we had to go back and fix it, but we double-checked his math. Uh, apparently, the producers are telling me we have never disagreed more. Right. So I'm very excited. Me Let's too. start off first, Thursday night football. You Buffalo. won the Cowboys game last week yes. and then the Lions game? I know. I didn't deserve either uh, of that. I didn't deserve either. That's why I can't bet. This game is interesting. Damn, look at the bicep on Tyrod Taylor in that, that photo. Is, that is legit. Bills are 5-2. and two, Jets are 3-5. and five. Jets are coming off a rainy loss to the Falcons that if Catanzaro could hit some field goals, they might have actually won. Tyrod Taylor beat up the Raiders, and the running game is back for the Buffalo Bills. They are favored by three. Uh, I don't put a lot of money on Thursday night games yeah. just because I have been screwed over yeah. multiple times this season, and I'm going Buffalo for $10. Uh, I wrote down 
all my reasonings this week, so I didn't have any brain farts. Great. I think that, number one, the Jets have allowed a lot of big rushing games. They've allowed six 100-yard rushing games this year. Right. And Buffalo is actually 4-0 and when they have run for more than 100 yards. Buffalo, the last two weeks, is averaging almost 170 rushing yards a game. Yeah, they're going to run it. When I looked at the injury report, yep. I don't know if Mo Wilkerson's going to play. Yep, I don't think Maurice Claiborne is going to play. Mm-hmm. Both, and Brandon Shell is out. Just right. some big injuries that I don't see for Buffalo. In the end... It's Tyrod Taylor versus Josh McCown, and I think Josh McCown has been very good for Josh McCown. Right. But I think Tyrod has been really, really good, and I believe, I don't think Kelvin Benjamin's going to have a huge game. He might catch a fade touchdown in the end zone, but I think that there is a morality bump, a morale bump that comes with Kelvin Benjamin. I think Buffalo has been sellers for a year and a half from Ronald Darby to Sammy Watkins to Marcel Darius, and they've been winning despite that. And then on Tuesday, in a short week, they decide, you know what? We're going to make a run for it. We're going to get Kelvin Benjamin. Mm -hmm. Kelvin Benjamin, to me, is a true walk-off-the-bus, holy crap guy. He is. And I think when he walks into that locker room, even if he doesn't play a lot, they're going to look at each other and go, oh, shit, we're making a run. I think there's a confidence boost there, and I think on a short week, That'll push right through. Yeah, I, I agree with you on a lot of those Fuck things. Fuck yeah, Lefko. Way um, to kill it, bro. Hey, Buffalo's good. Um, okay, rush me into my pick then. Buffalo, $10, okay? Uh, I mean, <laughs> what a jerk. Okay, but I'm picking Buffalo to win the game 20-17. to 17. I almost went hard here. I almost went Buffalo kind of strong. Yeah. First of all, the thing there's, there's three things that Jets jump out scary, to me. Though. You hit on a lot of the good points, and you're right. I mean, it's, it's McCown versus Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. It's Bilal Powell versus LaShawn. You have Bilal Powell in uh, fantasy. fantasy? Oh, you're screwed. I mean, this run defense is legit. He's oh, I know. Yeah, he's, he's my flex. You don't yeah. even know what a flex okay. is. Okay, all right. I'm just looking for, um, like, a, a touch, a free touchdown. That's touch a flex down. right there. Bam. Uh, okay. But other than that, like we said, heavy hitter. Um, but the biggest thing is that I take two things from this game. The, the Bills, they know who they are as a team. They're one of the few teams in football that truly has an identity. They know the way they want to play the game, and this is what we are as a complete football team. Offense and defense, they kind of mesh together perfectly under Sean McDermott. Other thing I talk, I'll talk about, I mean, you can't score points against the Buffalo Bills. They are one of the ultimate bend-don't-break defenses in football. And just so I have that shirt, they're the number two scoring defense in the game. So I have a hard time thinking McCown's going to go down the field and score touchdowns on them. And then the most important thing is they lead the league in turnover margin. Yep, they're plus 14, plus 14. and the Jets are minus one. Exactly so right. So there you go. We're talking about a matchup that's very even in a lot of ways, except there's LaShawn McCoy and Tyrod Taylor on one side yes. and a team that takes the ball away and then another team that turns it over. So that's why it's so easy. So you pick 20 to 17? 20 to 17. So I technically you're picking a push. I am pushing, yeah, but I went Bills. But it, I, I wanted to go Bills here. Just Thursday night scared me. Uh, that's my it thing. scares you. All right, let's move to Sunday at 1 o'clock. Guess what, Sims? What? No more London games, so I don't have to roll out of bed and go, oh, crap, the Browns are playing. <sighs> let's go to the 1 o'clock games. Very interesting. The team that traded Calvin Benjamin, Atlanta at Carolina. Wow. A lot of people didn't know what they were doing with Kelvin Benjamin. We're going to find out. Carolina's 5-3, and three, Atlanta's 4-3. and three. Carolina just beat up the Bucks. Speaking of biceps, holy Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Julio Man, Jones and the Falcons outlasted the New York Jets. Did I ever tell you what his dad, his mom used to wear to Giants games? You You're know, talking about Christian McCaffrey's Christian mom McCaffrey's and mom. McCaffrey's wife. Ed McCaffrey, so Ed what, McCaffrey, would he, what would she wear? She would wear a shirt that said, of course it was the New York Giants, it would say, Ed is a giant in more ways than one. <laughs> 
Stop. She's so cool. Yeah, they're, they're, McCaffrey's are cool people. I yeah. didn't know him yet. Find was... you, find you someone that wears shirts that supports you like that. <laughs> All right, that's right. amazing. Yeah, uh, Carolina is favored by one here. Um, I don't remember my bets. Oh, I mean, good thing you wrote it down. I didn't write the Good numbers. thing you put your money where but your it's mouth okay, is. Because I think I put some good cash on this one. $100 on the Carolina Panthers. And you might be thinking, Adam, I mean, Kelvin Benjamin, what the hell? And you could take Atlanta and actually get a point. My thing, though, is there's a few points here. Number one, I firmly believe that I thought about it last night. Losing Kelvin Benjamin will be really good for the Carolina Panthers offense. How is that possible, you may ask? How is that possible? You go back to that 15-1 and team. Do you remember who the wide receivers were for the Carolina Panthers? Ted Ginn Jr., yeah. Philly Brown, yeah. and a rookie, Devin Funches. Right. I think that Carolina needs to spread teams out for this running game to work. Mm-hmm. I think that Cam Newton needs more room in passing lanes. And I think when Kelvin Benjamin's on the field, can he box people out and win you some balls? Sure. But you know what he's not going to do? Make the cornerback get five yards off the line of scrimmage. Right. Because when, when Cam Newton hits that six-step drop, Kelvin Benjamin is a maximum of 15 yards away. He right. creates no separation. The other thing, this is the first NFC South game for the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. And divisional games are different. And they haven't felt that yet. Yeah. The other thing, I trust Carolina's defense immensely. And I think Atlanta is not going to be do- doing anything. I think Devontae Freeman is banged up. And I think the Carolina Panthers are really going to make it tough. I think that this is an emotional Carolina game where they're going to go out there and Ron Rivera is going to say, I know we just traded Kelvin, but we're a better team. Let's do this. And I think yeah. the defense wins them this game. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good one. But this is one that it popped up to me. And um, come on, you've been rushing me already. Wow, I'm so excited. Yep, so this is our Talk big one. about it. Yeah. So uh, do you uh, you disagree with me? Do you, like, uh, yeah, I mean. Do that again. I don't know what that. I can't make a falcon noise. I'm not good at that one. <laughs> Sounds like a bat. Uh, regardless, <laughs> yes. First of all, Carolina's favored by one. I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to win the football game. I'm picking them to win 23 to 20. Wow. Um, this, is, this, is what, this is what scares me. And, and I could be wrong here, but. Carolina, yes, their defense is very good. We know that for sure. But the problem I have is when they've played good offenses this year, they haven't really stopped them. I mean, the Patriots put up 33. The Saints put up 34. The Lions put up 27 or 24, excuse me. And In like the last two minutes. Right, right. But regardless. Just saying. But just saying also, uh, I think that Seattle really matches up with Carolina. Seattle's strength. Seattle's not playing. I mean, Carolina. Atlanta matches up really well with Carolina. I'm so confident now that you can't get Carolina's this Carolina's D-line is, of course, their greatest thing they have on their football team. Atlanta's O-line's good. They're not going to just push them around. And I think with the weapons that Atlanta has on, on the offensive side of the football, uh, their ability to run it, I think they're going to be able to run it enough. And, yes, I still think that they're a good offense in general. Now, they're not the offense from last year. I understand that. But the big thing I really look at is I don't have any faith in Carolina's offense to really move the ball consistently Curtis in Atlanta. Curtis Samuel's about to explode. So, I, I mean, listen, I, that would be great because I like Curtis Samuel and I like them coming out of the draft. But I think that's where I look at it, and I still think this Atlanta defense is good. And I look at Carolina going, the offense doesn't have a lot to it. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball on the Atlanta Falcons. And 
I, I mean, Carolina has a hard time throwing the ball in general uh, every week. So you, you I don't just seem don't as see confident it. because of my breakdown. You no, like my breakdown. I don't. I, I don't. I'm Did not. you like my breakdown? It, it was good. I mean, I don't know. You talked about the spread with Calvin Benj. I don't know what the hell you were saying. So I kind of just blocked it out. Because they're but still, you don't seem that confident for a guy that just bet five hundred dollars on the Falcons. I, I seem why because I stumbled and said Seattle by accident. Holy crap! I, I mean, I mean, next time you stumble, watch out. It's the, you're done. Okay. But you you feel really confident. Atlanta's I think Atlanta's the better football team, team right Carolina. now. I mean, even last week, it's just concerning to me the way Carolina played when I watched them on film. Yes, oh, they shit. won the football film. game, uh, but man, there was. Tampa self-inflicted wounds, made some mistakes. I don't think Atlanta's going to do that. Uh, I think Atlanta's still a good football team. I just don't think they're the team last year, but they're still good, and I'm going to pick them. Uh, Amy Fitzgerald Rooney said that we were freaking out our cats with our Falcons calls. I know, I know how to do cat sounds. Yeah, you want to do one more? Nah, it's okay. Okay. Uh, it's his this week. I don't have that. I'm That's not on amazing. that team. <laughs> Indianapolis versus Houston. It is the biggest line of the week. Right. Nope, that's not the game we're doing next. We're doing Tampa Bay at New Orleans. $600 swing right there with my, my Falcons win. We got a little razzmatazz if we're down there on Bourbon Street. New Orleans got the second offense in the NFL. Tampa Bay has the fourth. Saints have won five in a row. Tampa Bay has lost four in a row. They're going opposite ways. Sean Payton could be a coach of the year. Dirk Cutter might be on the cutting room floor. Yeah. yeah. And the Saints are favored by seven. Sims, you ready for me? Yep. I am going to go $200 on the New Orleans Saints. Good for you. I was very tempted to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I thought this is a desperate team. They've right. lost four in a row. Mm-hmm. But... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers can't get pressure at all on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I'm just a firm believer that when Drew Brees has time in the pocket with all of those weapons, Mark Ingram pissed from fumbling twice, right. Alvin Kamara looking like one of the best young running backs not named Kareem Hunt, right. wide receivers healthy, Willie Sneed back. That defense, that air defense, pass defense by the Saints has been unbelievable. Your man Marcus Lattimore just won NFC Rookie of the Month. Yeah, he's legit. And him versus Mike Evans should yeah, be a hell of a matchup will to be. watch. Uh, I think that the Saints should be able to run on Tampa Bay at home. And this is where it came down to. I was going to pick Tampa Bay, and then I thought, right. so last week the Saints were at home and were favored by nine over the Bears. Right. Now they're at home and they're favored by seven over the Bucks. Yeah. That's funny because I think the Bears are two points better than the Bucks. So I have to bet less, less points. Fuck that. $200 on the New Orleans Saints. You lost me at hello. I don't know what the hell you said there. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, your reasoning is pretty good. I, I am going with the Saints Okay. for only $10. I just got scared a little bit because of the desperation yep. of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Also, the, the, the injuries on the Saints O-line. I just didn't know where it was at, so I kind of chickened out there. Uh, I do, do think – three injuries. I mean, yeah. I think the way you said it really does break it down. Um, I, I picked the Saints to win the game 31-21, so that, of course, would be covering the spread. Hey, now. Yeah, but uh, I, I do worry just about – you know, again, am I sold on this fact that the Saints are just this absolute shutdown defense? No, I'm not there yet. I think they're playing really well, and it just scares me that, like I said, Jameis, Deshaun, all them could maybe get it going here, and I really just chickened out from betting it in general. The Saints are clearly the better, better football team. I clearly expect them to win the game. I just chickened out with the seven points. 
I'm excited. I, yeah. You know what? The Saints have been a team that. Would um, you bet on that? I bet 200. 200. Yeah, I just I trust the Saints yeah. and the Bucks. If Jameis is banged up and all over the place, um, I just don't trust them at all in yeah. any phase of the game right now. And I think the Saints are clicking. They're motivated, and they're they even though the Bears it really was closer than the, the was, game right. allowed. The Saints still played really well. Yes. They really played the perfect way. I think the people Saints, are just sleeping on the Bears so much; it's crazy. Yes, they got to realize that the Bears can just literally fuck games up with their front seven. And I think and the Saints are that. a lot tougher than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Saints are one of the. It, it, it's funny you're bringing this up. I've had this conversation with my dad during the week. The Saints don't get enough credit for the physicality in which they play. It has something to do with the uniform. I don't know if it's the Saints emblem with the gold helmet or whatever it is, but that's. I mean, they're one of my favorite teams to watch on a week-to-week basis because they go out and kill people. Physically. It's because they've always been the Drew Brees three-step drop-off. You could always beat up their wide receivers. They always had a soft defense. Even right. when it was good, it was small. Yeah, it's but not that way anymore. No, not at all. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one. Denver. Denver. Philadelphia. Eight-point spread. The Eagles, the best team in the NFL, 7-1, and one, taking on the Broncos, who are 3-4. and four. Eagles hey, Good thing you guys put Trevor Simeon on that graphic. He's starting this week. Brock Osweiler gets the start for the Denver Broncos, but really, ever, all eyes will be on Carson Wentz and the Eagles' offense that now has Jay Ajayi against the number one defense in the NFL that week in and week out plays winning football and their offense and special teams just shit the bed yeah, every week. Pretty much. Uh, I will do my bet, yeah. which is $10 for the Denver Broncos because I have a responsibility as a mush to always bet against the Philadelphia Eagles to make sure that I don't jinx the best team in football. $10. On the road to victory. Do you like this song? I do like this song. Do you I know really the words? Do. No. Score a touchdown. One, two, three. No, one. Okay, uh. <laughs> and, okay we can cut this off. It's too much. Uh, I, I will do my part. To bet against them, uh, let me see what I wrote down to actually like break down. Uh, it's Brock Osweiler. Yeah, it's one o'clock in the East Coast for a West Coast team. I believe that the They're Eagles in mountain time zone. Then it's whatever 11. it is. It'll be eleven o'clock. Right. I think the Eagles' defense is going to feast. I think that'll be the really fun time is to see Fletcher Cox destroying Brock Osweiler. Um, and then I also think that the Broncos' defense is incredible, and I think. We're going to learn so much about the Eagles' future in this game. Yeah. Because I think this is the biggest test they're going to get all year. Right. And I think that it's amazing that they get to face Brock Osweiler. Yeah. But we're going to learn about Holly Poli Vali Vitae. We're going to learn about Jason. We're going to learn about Jason Kelsey. Right. And how he does against those defensive tackles. Right. And we're going to see how good Lane Johnson is. Sure. Because he's going to be up for a contract soon. Yeah. And I want to see how he does against Von Miller. Well, he's good. There's no denying that. And I think your Eagles win this game all the way. But I am going $200 on the Broncos. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I just uh, – listen, I'm going to ride the Broncos bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> they took him out of there, baby. He's out. Trevor Simeon, a.k.a. Aaron Rodgers uh, confusion is out. 200, huh? They had a bench. Yes. I, I wanted to bet more. I just didn't trust – I don't trust the Broncos all the way. This was the one line that I looked up and I just thought, wow, eight points. Okay. Um, now my concern, of course, is the Broncos and their stupidity uh, on a week-to-week basis with turnovers. The only thing I'm having faith in is Brock Osweiler. He played on a similar team like this with the Broncos in 2015. 
He threw 10 touchdowns, six interceptions. He understood taking care of the football. I do think that'll play into it. I think you're going to get a desperate Broncos football team this week. I, think so, I do yeah. think they really match up well with your offense, right? I do too. Yeah, like I mean, they're going to be able to contain. There's no Wentz. wide receiver that's. There's no wide them. receiver. I would have a hard time thinking you consistently. They're run. matchup proof. They match up with every. They offense. really do exactly. They match up so. And then I look at the. I get scared of their offense versus your defense. Oh, it's going to be incredible. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to do a whole lot, but I do think that they're close to being healthy on that offensive line in Denver, and it's pretty good. I mean, they ran for 170 yards last week in that game. I mean, did not, they really? Yeah, against the Chiefs, they're they're legit running okay. football team. Ran so, all over the Cowboys, and they can play that style of football yeah. to where they can make the game ugly and then make it low scoring. I have a hard time thinking Philadelphia will beat them by more than eight. There's a uh, part of me that thinks that if J.H.I. has a crazy game, yeah. the city of Philadelphia is going to go into pandemonium. Right. Because at that point, if he runs well... Crazy games are coming. I just don't think it's coming this week. I don't think week. it's this week. Right. I do think this is the reality check game, right. and I'm happy that it's coming before the bye. Yeah, yeah. Because the Broncos game is a game where you need a break afterwards right. to just heal. 20-16 to 16 is my pick. I'm picking the, the Eagles to win 20-16. to 16. Umberto Pinachandia says, Hey, Adam Lefko, you have a Carson Wentz photo in your profile, and you bet your bet is for Denver. Yep. Umberto, I am a mush. My bets have not been going well this year. And the one team I will not jinx is the Eagles. So I will bet against them every week and do my part to bring the city of Philadelphia the championship it so desperately needs and deserves. Got a chance. Let us go now to, I think, the one of the most underlying great matchups of the week. Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Man, five years ago, ten years ago, this was the worst matchup of all time. It is a 4-3 and three Jaguars team against a 3-4 and four Bengals team. The Bengals offense is 30th in the NFL. Again, we have to factor in those first few weeks. The defenses, though. The Bengals are 5th. The Jaguars are 6th. But they really should be 1st because they're incredible. And the Jaguars are favored by 4.5. Uh, first thing I thought was, man, 4.5 is a good amount of money. Yeah. For a good amount of points. And then I thought about Cincinnati... I always think they're underrated. Yeah, they are. But I'm going $100 on Jacksonville for a few reasons. Number one, I think the Bengals' offense has nothing for this Jacksonville defense. Right. I think this is a weak offensive line. I think Andy Dalton is about to have A.J. Green on lock. I don't know what other weapons they're going to have. And I think the Jaguars' defense, after a bye, is ready to absolutely kill people with Marcel Darius and all of that. Yeah. On the other side... And also, the Bengals were a mess offensively against the Colts. Yeah. The Colts. Right. And they couldn't do anything. They needed a touchdown. Yeah, this is from the A defense. defensive touchdown right. to even be in the game. Mm-hmm. The Bengals have already faced a team built like the Jaguars, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mm -hmm. and they got run all over by Le'Veon Bell. Leonard Fournette has had two weeks to heal. That's what the Jaguars are doing. Mm -hmm. The Bengals are going to do nothing on offense, and they are going to get pounded over and over again by Leonard Fournette. I think the most must-watch television, Leonard Fournette versus Vontez Perfect. (coughs) I think that is going to be an awesome matchup to watch. I I think this is the week that the Jaguars really come out there and go, we're not going to keep winning and losing and winning and losing. We got this. Yeah, uh, the bye week uh, hopefully took care of their loss week for them. Uh, Exactly. I'm going Jags. I'm going $10 only. I'm not going to trust it. First of all, this Cincinnati defense is good, so I just have a hard time thinking that Jacksonville is going to win the game by five points or more. I think that's what kind of – Scared me from that. Oh, and you know what? I'm wrong in what I did, but I, I'm going Jags 10. But let me just say this. 
I kind of went Cincinnati. I really did because I picked the game 16 to 13. Like I would never bet on this game in general. Right. But I picked the Jags to win 16 to 13. So technically, I should be on my ten dollars for Cincinnati okay. kick there, right? But, but regardless, what are you doing? You're doing Jacksonville. No, I'm going to go Cincinnati to cover. I'm going to go Cincinnati right, to cover. So we so have official changing a bet. Right. Sims is going Cincinnati 10. Typo. At Canvasser. Right Typo. Thank you, Canvasser. Uh, my I like fault. that when you make a mistake, it's, oh, let me fix that. I can't even add, so don't worry. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think the big thing is I do have a hard time thinking that, you're, I mean, you're right on about Cincinnati's offense moving the ball against Jacksonville. If you can't run the ball against Jacksonville, you're in deep crap. And I just, Cincinnati's not a good run, running no. team this year. So with that, I mean, you have a team that's going to go the Jacksonville Jaguars, all that talent against a really simple scheme in Cincinnati. I just think that's the type of offense, like you said, where this defense can feast on them. Yes. They have a Jalen Ramsey who can play oh A.J. Green. Oh, my gosh, he's perfect. Now, the other thing that scares me, though, is, you know, I, I understand, like you said, like Pittsburgh ran on Cincinnati. But Pittsburgh had to worry about a passing game. I mean, Cincinnati had to worry about a passing game right. there where they don't have to worry about it quite as much with Bortles and company. So I just got scared that – you know, their defense could play really well, crowd the line of scrimmage. Yeah. They have guys like William Jackson on the outside who can – Drake or Patrick who can play the Jaguar sure. receivers man-to-man. And that's where I chickened out from going more money on You know what scared me a lot? This is – like, you're right, though. This gonna, these two teams are going to kill each it's other. It's going to be great. Yeah, they are uh, physical. I was actually worried that Jacksonville was at home. Right. Because I feel like when they don't have any fans there, they actually play worse. And I think Jacksonville is actually better on the road. Yeah. Uh, but I also think the worst thing that could have happened to the Bengals was winning that game against the Colts for this game. Because you get a win. Yeah, in an ugly way, and you kind of feel good about it. There do, that does play into it. Complacency will set in like, oh, yeah, we won. But in actuality, you won against a bad team and really yes. didn't play that good. I think they're going to come out flat. Right. right. Uh, Baltimore at Tennessee. Man, you and I have been disagreeing a lot. Let's see if it continues. Damn. Uh, what? I just can't believe I didn't get through. I wrote Jags. I'm an idiot. I can't do this damn – I can't even fill out the sheet right. Tennessee is favored by four and a half. Raiders have the 31st-ranked offense and the 10th-ranked defense. They win 40 to nothing against Miami on Thursday night. The Titans are coming off a bye, and Mariota should be healthy. Yeah. Sims. I went a little crazy here. Right. I didn't bet a lot of money, so okay. I don't think I went that crazy. But I went Baltimore for $10. Okay. The reason I'm – yeah, Crows – uh, Tennessee has been a much better team at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat up on Indy, Seattle. They were actually good in that loss to Oakland. Tennessee run offense and defense has actually been a lot better at home than on the road. They right. kind of get that going wherever they want. Baltimore is banged up. I don't like betting on a team that has a guy that looked like Joe Flacco did last week, and I'm super happy that he's okay. But I think that Baltimore has faced some really tough defenses thus far, and we really haven't talked about the teams they faced. We talk about their ineptitude on offense, but, you know, they put up those points against Miami. Chicago's a really good defense. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville, Cincinnati, they faced a lot of good defenses, but we only talk about how their offense can't get going. Yeah. And I think that Baltimore is the toughest team that Tennessee has faced since Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's just one of those games where I, I'm not that high on Mariota, and Mike Wallace is back, and I'm just kind of looking at this. And this was a, a weird game where I just I felt weird about it, and I and I think that four and a half is too much. Yeah. I really this is just a field game for me, so I'm going ten dollars. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't bet on this game if I had to bet real no. money uh, at all. Uh, I'm going ten dollars for the Titans. Uh, just hey, at, at the end of the day, 
Uh, I just don't trust the Ravens. Their run defense with a week off of Tennessee, they're going to find a few creative ways. It could backfire, too. They might be off in their run game and their physicality and the O-line being low pads. But Mariota being healthy, I think they realize that they're going to have to continue to kind of push the bar because they realize the yes. Texans are a good football team. Well, do team. you think the Titans can run on the Ravens? I do. Brandon Williams and everybody healthy. I do. I think they're going to be able to run on them okay. to a degree. I really do. And, and you know, and your point about the Ravens' offense, it, it, it's valid, certainly. I mean, yes, they've played some great defenses, no doubt about it. But there's nothing I see in those games to give me hope. Gotcha. So Not even like the Jeremy Macklin me. catch. Last yeah, it week. just it just scares me. No, and that game was a little bit of a dumpster fire last week they, altogether. They need a Mike Wallace seventy yard touchdown. Yeah, pretty to much. Jump started up. Right. That's you, you're not what, impressed. I think Alex Collins can run a little. He bit can on run. A, he team. can run. I do think he will as well. I, I just don't know if they'll be consistently able to drive the ball. It's going to be an ugly game. I picked the Titans to win twenty three to sixteen. I think it's going to be very close. Yeah. And I just picked like the Titans to have a late fourth quarter touchdown to kind of close out the deal. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, that one is interesting. I just went a little different there to be different. Well, yeah, it's only $10. Indy at Houston. As I was saying before, this is the biggest line of the week. 12.5 for the Texans. Deshaun Watson has been an absolute incredible just uh, – the league needed him. With Odell and Aaron Rodgers being out, they needed someone to take the throne, and yeah. it's been Deshaun Watson. It has. The Colts have beaten the Niners and the Browns. And anybody else? Uh, no, that's it. Two no, wins. that's the two wins. Right. And other than that, they've been awful. 31st on defense, 28th on offense, 12 and a half points. Uh, I really wanted to go Indy here. I have no points, but I'm putting $10 on Houston mm-hmm. uh, just because I, I would not I would never touch this game. 12 and a half, I don't like it. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I will. Let's be quick with it then. I mean, I, I put $10 on the Colts. I do. 12 and a half is too much. The Texans defense, it's not as good as years past. The Colts, every week, sneakily, sneaky move the ball and score points. So their offense is not the issue. I mean, Jacoby Brissett's not perfect. He does make a few I mistakes. Think he's playing well. He's playing very well, especially when you consider the circumstances. He's really making a lot of plays, a lot of big-time throws. Uh, but at the end of the day, what really scares me is uh, the Colts' defense – against the most explosive offense in the game right now. I mean, plain and simple. It's the Houston Texans with Deshaun Watson and his ability and everything he does. And like we heard my dad talk about on on the podcast from yesterday where he he mentioned, I mean, when you watch the Texans on offense and what they're doing, uh, they are doing some different stuff. They are really stressing out any defense they play against. You have to defend the whole field. I'm picking Houston to win the game 34-24. to so our guy Mike Kokanis yeah. has been uh, shitting on my picks the entire show. Good job, Mike. And in response to this last pick, yeah. uh, he said, "When's Uh-oh. the last time he's I'm, getting hot?" I'm not. I'm not. I'm no, not. No, 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 this yeah. is just a question. Yeah. He goes, "When's the last time Houston won an Indy?" And my response was, "Did they have Deshaun Watson?" Right. I think there's this thing that I am now no longer subscribing it, but to. But at Houston. Yeah, but my thing is, there's this whole, how does this team traditionally do against this other team? And I get it. But to compare this Houston team to the Houston team of last year, they're such a different team. This Indy team is such a different team that I don't really subscribe to the, well, the Eagles haven't beat the Cowboys on the road on a Thursday night in the last 40 years. It's like I'm not comparing Bubby Brister to Carson Wentz. It, they, they just feel different to me. Oh, it's the NFL. It just feels random statistics that are small sample sizes that I don't think are real. The teams are different every year. You know, you got to remember that. With free agency, the coach is changing. Like, it's what I kind of laugh 
laugh about with the Falcons thing. Is there Super Bowl hangover? Sure, to a degree. But I know they got a whole bunch of new players on their team that weren't there for the Super Bowl. They don't really give a shit. And you know what? Steve Sarkeesian wasn't there either. He don't give a shit either. So it's not like it's just I'm just using an example. Yeah. It, it is. It's a different year every year in the NFL. Uh, you can't just carry over and go, oh, okay, listen, if, if there's like a lot of the main staples there and it's been like, let's say, you know, Belichick for Adam versus Adam Gase for years and years and they've had some of the core players there, then maybe there's some correlation. But you're right. This is a no Andrew Luck. This is Deshaun Watson and yeah. a totally different team than what we've And then seen. Robert Wong says, but you base your picks off of numbers mainly, Adam. I will say this. In the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. I was looking at those freaking trend things all you the were. time. You were. I was about to call you out and, my and go, picks you used to do that. fucking sucked yeah. because it's, it's well, 12 of the last two to 14 times. Yeah. The same well, they played on grass and they're... Fuck that. Yeah. Well, how I make my picks now is I literally sit there, I get into a good state of mind, yeah. and then I look at the rosters, I look at the injury reports, right. And I go, what is this team going to try and do? What is this team going to try and do? How have they done the last few weeks? Let's take a look at it. I don't I don't look at any of the numbers anymore. I'm having fun with this shit now. I have back-to-back weeks of kicking his ass in the money. Like, I've made, like, a $1,500 on Sims. I feel fucking great. I look good. I smell good. I play good. I'm the Jerry Rice of picking games. Let's go to the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't smell good or look good. But other than that, you're, everything else is true. Yeah. Okay. Enum needs to have her eyes checked. Whoa. <laughs> well, the F-bombs left go, says Ian Melberg. He even got himself a man. man. Let's go to the Rams <laughs> at the Giants. Rams are favored by three and a half. Uh, the Giants are, wow, 27th in offense, 27th in defense, one in six. I mean, I would have thought they would have been the opposite. I thought they would have been, like, fifth in offense and defense with six and one. The Rams are ninth in offense, 15th in defense, and they are coming off of a bye. And Todd Gurley is saying to himself right now, I'm about to put on a show in New York motherfucking city. Woo! Ooh, baby. I was going to go Giants. Right. And then I looked at the injury report, and I went, fuck that. Rams, $100. Whoa. I looked at the... And no Janoris. Ooh, thing hold is. on. Hear the new Ram sound. The Rams really bah? That sounds sheepish. I don't know if Rams really do that. I gotta I gotta throw the challenge flag on there. I'm gonna have to Google Nat Geo Wild to make sure. Oh, Mike Kokaness is actually predicting something that's right, which I love. <laughs> but no, but here here's my thing. Uh, the injury report, Pew, Richburg. Olivier Vernon. Yeah. I don't know how you're this banged up still after right. a bye. And I thought to be in a bye, and then Janoris Jenkins, a former Ram, the week you're supposed to come back, you're supposed to come back on Monday. Yeah. Dude doesn't come back till Tuesday and yeah. doesn't say shit until he walks in the building and goes, my bad about yesterday. Right. They have no respect for the head coach. Doesn't seem like in it. In the week where... I mean, is Janoris Jenkins going to be more motivated to play than against his former team? I mean, it has to be that week. No, well, he wasn't that motivated to get there for practice on Monday. Aaron Donald <laughs> is going to be rested against this defense. Yeah. So excited against for this offense. Against this offense, right. excuse me. You're flustered. I would have, no, I would have gone 300 or 400, but it's a bye week post-London Rams team, and uh, that kind of scared me. Right. But I'm just looking at this Rams team, and I'm going – Man, I have trusted Sean. You're giving me Sean McVay against McAdoo. Right. You're giving me Aaron Donald against this offensive line. Right. You're you're giving me no Janoris. It's McVay versus Spagnolo, but I get it. Go ahead. I know. I got you. Just over. But you know, yes. no, no, no. Fuck that. Yeah. In terms of game situations, yes. McVay has been great. Yes, he has. So I'm going 100 on the Rams. You're going Giants, aren't you? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm going Rams. I'm going ten dollars. Ten dollars only. 
Um, because <laughs> because uh, the biggest reason, hey, the Rams are the better football team. The bye week, yeah, sure, whatever. The bye week always scares me, but both teams had a bye week, so the, it, it actually equals out. But Spagnuolo is the one thing that scared me from wanting to bet a lot of money because he does know Sean McVay's offense a little. Cause they're, You're right. You're right. But, but also McVay knows Spagnuolo as well. And does anyone really know McVay's offense? No. Because it's th- always changing. That, well, that's, that's where I was going with my point is that I don't care. Seven games they've played. They're five and two. Every week I turn on the film. People are open everywhere against every defense. So it doesn't really matter. He's that creative. And then add to the fact that they have super talented roster on the offensive side of the ball. I'm still not in love with Jared Goff. I don't think he's a world beater. I don't think he's in the top half of the league as far as quarterbacks. But there's just so many completions that are served on a silver platter for him on a week-to-week basis with those weapons, with the run game. And then... You're right. I mean, at the end of the day, come on. The Giants offense sucks. It, it sucks. sucks with Odell Beckham Jr. He was the offense. The only way you take advantage of the Rams is if Orleans Darkwa gets pounded like they did the Broncos. Yeah, and that's not happening. I don't think it's group. happening either. No. Uh, also, I chickened out. I didn't. I only bet the $10. So okay. 24-20 Rams is what I picked. Mm. Uh, my, my big thing, too, was... How bad did the Giants' defense look against the Seahawks at the end of that game? Yeah, well, they just the, it, it was it, that, that's the unit that we've been relying on yeah. for them to really be a fighter. But and I'm just not seeing it. Out. Well, I, I get that. The one thing we have to take into account with that game is their defense was on the field like the whole game. That's the one thing. So the defense. Well, is guess so, what? Todd Gurley's about. To do I know. That again. I know. It's a. It's a town. Ta- uh, so I'm. I'm saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying. We don't blame the defense totally. It's the ineptitude oh, oh, of yeah. the offense that's filtering over. 35 minutes to 24 minutes. That's what's in about that game. to happen to the Cowboys. Could be. That, that Cowboys defense is about to get exhausted when they don't have Zeke doing 10 11. Give a what's up, bro, Migos to Tyler Webster. What's up, bro, Migos? I lived with Webster, four dudes. What's up, bro, Montana? In a one bedroom. What's up, bro, Namath? In Hermosa Beach, California. What's up, Scarlet, bro, Hanson? And I used to make my bets with him through his bookie. What's up, bro Paterno? Ooh. What's up, bro, bro, white shoes Johnson? Yeah, you got one more? Uh, what's up, Teddy Roosevelt? <laughs> Thank you, Pierre from the camera team got me. Uh, it looks like we got shocking news. Yep, breaking news. Yep. Andrew Luck out for the rest of the season after being placed on IR, mm. compliments of the Bleach Report. Sounded app. like it was going that way last week. I want to say this real quick. Mm. All offseason, all I heard from this Indianapolis Colts franchise is that don't worry, Andrew Luck is coming back. Jim Irsay practically made a guarantee. Pagano led us on for a long time. Right. But when you actually read the stories and said two weeks before the season, Andrew Luck still only throwing tennis balls. Andrew Luck still questioning rehab. Mm-hmm. I just want to say this for the Colts. As Sebastian Siratsky says, good move for the Colts. To the Colts. How dare you lead on those season ticket holders to have them continuously buy tickets in hopes that their quarterback, who you have put in harm's way for the last handful of years with no offensive line and no real assemblance of weapons, that you would lead them on to believe that this guy was somehow going to come back and play. When all along your doctors were likely telling you he's months away from actually playing. Nobody wants to play more than Andrew Luck. And for that franchise, 
guys to lead on their fan base like this after all the crap that they've been put through time and time again with this awful GMing with Ryan Grigson and the crappy picks and the awful trades and the giving away of the future. I think it's shameful and I think it's hurtful to the league because Andrew Luck is a shining star that is evaporating before our eyes. I don't know if I can trust him again because the hurt you've put him through and I think you lied to us and I'd just like you to admit it. That's what I would say. Okay. Was I off? Was I out of bounds? I, there, there's two sides to that. I'm just saying the Sixers did this to us with Joel Embiid I understand that. and Andrew Bynum. But I'm not I've, down for that. But shit. I've been in the situation where I've been the. I'm not saying I'm Andrew Luck. Okay, I understand my career. But like the year after I lost my spleen, right? I'm coming back the next year. Now you could be totally right. I'm just going to give you the other side of it, just to go. It's wishful thinking that gets them in trouble. I don't know if they did it deliberately. They're just they're hoping Andrew Luck's gonna he'll be back some point this year. Usually the recovery time for that kind of injury takes, you know, six to eight months. He'll be back. Oh, we think we'll be back in a few weeks. And what they do is they don't ever want to realistically evaluate you. Like that's what happened to me when my when my spleen when I lost. I kept they kept going, oh, a few more weeks, you'll be ready to go, right? Uh, I mean, next week, next Wednesday, you think you'll be able to practice? And I want to be like, no, I'm fucked up. I can't throw. I mean, can you give me some answers to what's wrong with me? And then I'll give you a timetable to what's going on. So that's where I just fall into it a little bit. I but, understand. But I do think there was probably some misleading as well to uh, sell some tickets. And I also want to say the fact that they brought in four quarterbacks to work out this week. Right. Tell me who's better than Colin Kaepernick. Matt Barkley. Yeah. No, no, none of them are. Forget Matt it. McGloin. Of course not. Josh Johnson. Of course not. Connor Shaw. Of course not. And that's where we'll move on. But Let's go now to Washington Bye. at Seattle. The Seattle Seahawks are seven-point favorites. They have the seventh-ranked offense in the NFL. As the last few weeks, they've spread it out, abandoned the run, and now... Dwayne Brown is in the fold. Can Boom. Dwayne Brown make the adjustment right away? Hell, man hasn't played for a year and then played the Seahawks last week, and he was absolutely fine. It's amazing. Sims, I'd like to tell you that this is one of my first and two big bets of the day. Right. Seattle Seahawks favored by 300. 300 points, $300 I'm putting on the Seattle Seahawks. And what I'm going to say here is this. If you thought the Giants injury report was bad... Damn, that was a loud screech. That was. The Washington injury report is just as bad. Right. Their entire offensive line, they're all of their D-line, their linebackers. But they think Trent Williams is going to play. That's fine. They I just Scherf too. I'm just saying that everybody is banged know, scary. up, and now you're playing the Seahawks yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. You know who I don't think is tough at all? Right. Josh Doxson. Right. You know who he's about to face? Richard Sherman. Yeah. I don't think that this is a good matchup at all for Washington. I think that Washington is a good team, but they're getting beat up right now. And I look at that defense, I think Seattle is starting to find something. Right. I really trust Seattle in this game, uh, and I think that, just like I said, there's a Kelvin Benjamin bump right. for the Bills. Right. The Dwayne Brown bump for Seattle in terms of confidence, I think Seattle's going to go out there and look to make a statement. It's, uh, it does help them, no doubt about it. I am on the other side of that argument, though. Holy shnikes! on the Washington Redskins. Uh, first of all, Washington's defense is good. I mean, plain and simple. They're not going to just let Seattle run up and down the field on them. That's not going to happen. And they don't have to worry about much of a run game. And one thing I've been impressed with, with Greg Minuski and their defense all year long, is their ability to defend the pass. I think that's the one thing that jumps out to me about them, Lefko. Uh, it is the 12th-ranked defense in football. Uh, as far as pass defense is concerned, I mean, they're the 13th-ranked pass defense. 
Now, I'm picking the Seahawks to win the game. I think that'll happen for sure. And just to make sure, I picked it 24-20 Seahawks. This is the typical, the Seahawks are favored by too much in Chris Sims' book. They are. They're just a little too much. So I think they're going to win the game, don't get me wrong. But I just think this Redskins team is a little tougher, a little more physical than people realize. They are going to be on Desperation Island now this week because, yes, it is, it is falling apart from them. Their injury scared me, certainly. I'm just kind of gambling on the fact that I think the Redskins will be somewhat healthy on the O-line, and I just think it's too many points for me to say Seattle's going to blow them out and win by more than seven, especially with, I mean, Washington's offense. I'm, I mean, you're, you're exactly right. The missing thing for Washington's offense right now, I mean, Jordan Reed's going to be out, so that's gone. But it doesn't kill me because Vernon Davis, he'll, okay. he'll be able to do that. Jamison Crowder, Chris Thompson, all good. But, yes, Dotson, Terrell Pryor are the disappointments of that team, for sure. That's the missing link. All their money is really in the offensive side of the ball from that standpoint. They need those guys to show up. Are you ready for Paul Richardson to catch another huge touchdown? Because it's going to happen. He he might. He might. I I, I don't get it wrong. But, I I, again, the Seattle Seahawks defense is also – it's not the same. Just what you just saw on that graphic. It's the 17th rated defense in football. Now, they don't let up a lot of touchdowns. They're very good that way. But I do think Washington's going to move the ball on them. So that's why I just have a hard time believing they're going to go up by more than seven points. Maybe I'm wrong. I just, you know, Seattle at home is a different team, and I'm feeling a big Seattle week. Arizona at San Francisco. Boy, it doesn't sound like we're going to see Jimmy Garoppolo, but if there's a chance for the 49ers to get a win, it is this week. 0-8 against Drew Stanton and the Arizona Cardinals. So all those statistics don't really mean much to me. Yeah. But... It says here that the Arizona Cardinals are favored by two on the road. I looked at the injury report for San Francisco. Yeah. Joe Staley. Yeah. Solomon Thomas. Yeah. We already know Arik Armstead's gone. Yeah. Doesn't look good for Pierre Garçon. Right. Arizona isn't a good road team, and Drew Stanton's playing. Yeah. Excuse me, Drew <sighs> fucking Stanton. But guess what? Yeah. $100 on the Arizona Cardinals for, 200, for minus two. <laughs> that was all over the place. Drew, <laughs> the last time out that Drew Stanton really played a full game, yeah. you know where it was? San Francisco. At San Francisco. Right. 11 for 28, 124, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I remember that, yeah. I think that Drew Stanton has had the bye week to get ready. Yeah. And I, I think that I know that Drew Stanton sucks, and so everyone's getting rid of all of the fantasy players. Larry Fitzgerald, fade him. Right. John Brown, Jerron Brown, don't trust him. Right. The Niners and C.J. Beathard are f- are really fucking bad. Yeah. And I don't think Garoppolo's playing. No. And I think that Arizona defense with Tyron Matthew and everybody flying around is still really good. And it, it sucks to say that our favorite coach, Kyle Shanahan, I don't think he's getting the win this week. Did you bet $100? $100 on Arizona. Damn, you bet $100 minus on trusting the Arizona Cardinals. I do trust Arizona, yeah. and I trust Drew Stanton. That I is, really do. That is absolutely crazy. Uh, okay, I'm Happy $10, 49ers. This is the week, baby. I'm picking the 49ers to win the game. I'm not I betting any would, money on so this. I wanted it. Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I got to I gotta go with my man Kyle Shanahan here. First of all, I think he's been putting in the extra work. He texted me at 3 in the morning the other day. So what did he text you? Uh, I sent him a compliment, and he said, thank you, dude. What uh, was your compliment? Uh, good Way job getting Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. <laughs> I said, right. But it was 3 in the morning, which was 12 on their time. So he's putting in the work to get it done. Uh, but regardless, yeah, I just I don't trust either team. I just look at it, and I'm going with a team that's truly desperate, and I think they're going to look at it and go, it's we can Cardinals. beat this football team. We should have beat them the first time around in Arizona. 
and I got no other football reasons for you. I'm just picking my friend to win a desperation game against a team that is all over the fucking place all the time, the Arizona Cardinals. Adrian Peterson and a healthy Andre Ellington. This is a better Cardinals team that we both picked to go to the playoffs. They're coming off of a bye and a really tough loss where they lose Carson Palmer. Mm -hmm. It's fight, scrap Bruce Arians time. And the fact that I get a team favored against the Niners, an 0-8 team by only two points, I just couldn't pass it up. Couldn't pass it up. But I understand it. I know I'm crazy for trusting Drew Stanton. But I make my crazy picks in a weird state of mind. Kansas City at Dallas. Here it comes something. Kansas City is He's excited to talk on this one. Dano Bordy says, what are you doing up at 3 a.m.? The Chiefs are 6-2. The Ezekiel Elliott-less Cowboys. Are we sure on that now? Is he definitely missing the game? I think it's 100% actually. Four and three Cowboys. Chiefs offense is third. Their defense is 30th in the NFL. Look, you saw Trevor Simeon. He was able to move the ball against them. The Chiefs are favored by one. Uh, Mike Kokonis says, here it is. And Mike, you are absolutely freaking right. I'm going $300 on the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a line that I think Vegas is saying, we know that Dallas has the advantage. And I know that I'm playing into the mind of the public better. But it's got to be all Cole Beasley across the middle against the Chiefs taking advantage of that, and Cole Beasley just had a concussion. I think Kansas City is getting healthy at the right time. Their offensive line was back, and it was actually pretty good against Denver. Yeah. Um, getting their center back, getting their guard, he will be back. Kansas City is going to stretch Dallas horizontally, and I think that, you know, I'd like some guys take some shots deep. I think Tariq Hill's going to have to be a big, a big, make a big play. Dallas really wasn't great against Washington. They were very fortunate about that field goal block in return. And I think that Dallas right now is is going to go through some internal turmoil. Yeah. I think that everything with the Jerry Jones stuff that's going on, yeah. not making a trade, losing Zeke, not being sure, I, maybe they rally in. But I'm getting a team that I think is a really good football team at minus one. Mm-hmm. I'm going $300 on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you. I'm uh, not far off, actually. $200 for me, Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, listen, a are lot we, of... Are we simpletons here? Well, I, I think I only went 200 because I just do get scared of this. Minus Ezekiel Elliott and all of that. And Ezekiel Elliott's the man. I do just get worried from this simple fact. That the Chiefs' run defense is not good. And even with Alfred Morris and Darren McFadden, that the Cowboys will be able to control the clock a little bit and make the game ugly, and then then I don't know what happens. That's just what scares me. Right. That just scared me from going all in on Kansas. Because I'm with you. When I first saw it, I was like, what? Come on, no Ezekiel Elliott, this defense of the Cowboys, which is good, not great. I mean, it's middle of the road. But then I thought, what makes Dallas really yes, good on that's defense? My, yeah. And their Zeke. D-line is what makes them really good on defense. I mean, Zeke, oh, yeah. we know that. Their D-line is what makes them really good. They ain't doing shit on Kansas City. But Chiefs' O-line is good, so that's going to kind of cancel that out. And then I go, damn. I look, think of the like, Rams game and that offensive attack against the Cowboys, and they were up and down the field on the Cowboys, and this is a better attack than the Rams. It's more talent. It's a better running football team, uh, and they have some scarier weapons. So from that standpoint, I just looked at it and said, I don't see how the Dallas Cowboys can win the football game. I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs to win 27-23. Yes. But like I said, the reason I didn't go like $400 or $500 – it does scare There's, me yeah, if course. they can control the clock. And then all right. of a sudden you look up and you go, man, 
Dallas had the ball for 38 minutes during this game, and Kansas City never got in a rhythm and really got to go and got their weapons going. So that'll be the last thing. But I have a hard time believing without Ezekiel Elliott that they're going to be able to pull this off. I think every week I pick one running back that I think is going to have the right. it week. Uh, I think that it could be Todd Gurley, but yeah. I really think this is the Kareem Hunt um, back week, and he all those runs where he's almost getting through Denver, he's right. almost getting through Oakland, right. I think he breaks it down this week, yeah. and I think there's going to be a clip that we're going to see where he beats up Sean Lee, and everyone goes, oh, man, Sean Lee's going to leave. There's just too many. Yeah, there, there's so many weapons on Kansas City. That's just the one thing. What do you defend? What do you take away? It's hard. Oakland, Miami, a game that I really didn't want to touch at all. I don't trust either of these teams. Miami <coughs> trading Jay Ajayi. Oakland looking like a mess. Oakland is favored by three right now in Miami, which is very interesting. Miami has the last-ranked offense, seventh-ranked defense, even though they allowed 40 points to Baltimore, but there were some defensive touchdowns. Uh, I am going to go with Miami ten dollars um i think all the trade rumors i understand what it's going to do to miami but i just trust adam gase a little bit more and they're getting points and i don't trust the raiders at all and I think that defense stinks yeah uh i'm with you and because of that i'm going a little harder than you i'm going 200 on wow. the miami dolphins are you sure you haven't hit <laughs> uh no 200 200 dollars miami okay. dolphins I think Miami's going to win the football game outright. I'm, I'm picking them 23 to 21. I don't think it's a great matchup for the Raiders. I think it's over for the Raiders. We got to just get over it. Simple, plain and simple. They're not the same team as last year. Uh, yes, I understand Miami has concerns on the offensive side of the ball. They're not great, but Jay Keller's going to be back. Devontae Parker's healthy. I think Adam Gase, I just think a lot of Adam Gase. I think he's going to get them on the right track with 10 days. He's a tough coach. Uh, and I am I mean, plain and simple. If I had to ba- like break it down to its simplest form, is what you last said. I'm taking Gase over Del Rio. Yeah, plain and simple. And they're I just at can't home. You put two hundred on this. And also, I-, I think the other thing that you know, Miami's defense is pretty solid unit. They, I mean, you really break them down for the most part. They haven't let up a lot of big plays yep. in the past game all year. Their front's good. Oakland can't run the ball very good as is. And now that's going to let them focus a little bit more on stopping the pass game. So from that standpoint, I just like the Dolphins in the game. I, I, you know, the Raiders are not the same, plain and simple. Uh, let us now go to the Monday night game. Monday night. Detroit, after a game that, man, they really controlled against the Steelers, and they moved the ball wherever they wanted. They yep. just couldn't score. Right. Green Bay, after a bye week, what is Hundley and this offense going to look like against the Detroit team that – when you really look at it, man, Detroit has played one of the toughest schedules they this have. far this year. They have. Every single game has been – and I could see Detroit making a run late in the year against some of these weaker teams. Uh, it is going to be Detroit favored by two and a half on the road, and I am going to put $50 on the Detroit Lions. I think that I, – I do not – have faith really in this Green Bay team. Yeah. I think that they're going to come out with some nice little wrinkles early, but I think that Matt Stafford and Golden Tate and those guys looked great against Pittsburgh and I think they're going to look... Green Bay is like a poor man's Pittsburgh defense. Yes. With crazy blitzes, but they right. don't have the personnel. Right. They don't have the good of coaching. No. They don't have the good of defensive line. Agreed. And Detroit tore up Green, uh, Pittsburgh's defense. I think that Matt Stafford has himself a day, yep. and I just I don't really trust Aaron Jones that much yet. So I'm going Detroit because I'm not going to believe in Green Bay until yeah. I see that Brett Hundley can. Yeah, do. yeah, right. I, I'm I'm with you there all the way. I'm going ten dollars Detroit. 
Uh, I like them to win the game. I believe I picked it 28 to 24. Um, it is in Green Bay. I do get a hair scare just the fact of maybe what Green Bay does on yep. offense catches Detroit by surprise a little early, and that you know that's why I didn't put a lot of money on it. But at the end of the day, I think the big thing is uh, Green Bay's defense does concern me. Green Bay's run defense not very good. If Detroit has a little bit of a run game, it just makes Matt Stafford in their pass game that yes. much more dangerous, and I think he will have a field day. I mean, it's pretty hard to stop Matt Stafford with anybody. I don't yeah. care who you are. I mean, he's that good. Um, uh, so I look at it from that, and then, yes, I, I don't know what the Green Bay offense is. You've heard me, if you've been listening to me on Bleacher Report the last three years, I mean, the offensive system's not very good. It's all about Aaron Rodgers, and until proven otherwise, I can't pick with them or go with them. So uh, I do think Detroit wins this game on the road, 28-24. The big bets of the week. I bet $200 on New Orleans. You bet $200 on Denver against the Eagles, eight points. Uh, we both bet on Jacksonville, but I put 100 on Jacksonville. I put 100 on the Rams. Uh, I put 100 on Arizona. We, You bet 200 on Kansas City. I bet 300 on Kansas City. Right. You put 200 on the Dolphins. And there are two swing games. Yeah. Huge games. Right. I bet 300 on Seattle. Yeah. You bet 120 on, on Washington. Right. I bet 100 on Carolina. Right. And you bet 500 on Atlanta. Yep. Those two games, 600, 420, that's a $1,020 swing. If you win both or I win both, that's a $1,020 swing in two games. Tune in next Thursday because I'll be winning uh, and I'm going to be talking shit. All right, so let's do my left go locks. Yes. I think I'm going to go New Orleans taking on Tampa Bay minus seven. Okay. I think that's going to be one of the locks that I do. Right. I'm not putting Denver as a lock. Uh, I think I really want to do Seattle minus seven. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to make Arizona a lock. I'm going to make Kansas City a lock. So I'll do Kansas City, Seattle, New Orleans, and I think Jacksonville. I got no problem with that. I don't the, know. the Seattle one's the only one that scares me there. Is there any other ones that you think I really should? Um, I don't want to make Denver a lock. I don't want to make the no, Eagles. I understand that. Okay. Maybe the Rams? The Rams. Uh, don't ask me. You're I'm going to do the Rams. I mean, I'm losing to you. So I'm going to do New Orleans, the Rams, Seattle, Kansas City. Great. You got that figured out? Figured it out. Now, it is time. That exciting moment where Sims gives you five teams guaranteed to lose last week. Sims, what was your record? 5-0. and 5-0. Oh. Oh, first one of the year, and I think it's going to happen was again. Was I really 5-0? and oh? You really were. Okay. <laughs> Sims, where are we starting? Oh, we're starting with the horses. Yeah, Colts can't beat a Texan. Are you crazy? You know why you can't win? Colts, you're going to lose. I guarantee it. Your quarterback's Jacoby Brissett. Their quarterback's Deshaun Watson. I shouldn't have said that because Jacoby Brissett's pretty good. But Deshaun Watson's that awesome. Sorry, Colts. You're going to lose. Welcome to Guaranteed to Lose. Next one up. He's one of the greatest players of all time. Yo ho, yo ho, the Pirates life for me. Hey, 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 sorry, Tampa Bay. Uh, you're a dumpster fire right now, and you got to go to New Orleans and play one of the hottest teams in the game. New Orleans offense is going to tear Tampa's defense up. Sorry, Tampa. I hate to do it to you, but you're going to be going home on your pirate ship, a loser. I lose every week that I try and write Buccaneers because I've spelled it wrong every single Kid time. Kid can't even read. Next one up, he's betting on them, but he's also guaranteed. 
guaranteeing them to lose. I am guaranteeing them to lose. Have you seen Seattle Seahawks Stadium? Sorry. Yes, Washington Redskins, you're going to lose. You're just not healthy enough for me to say you can win in Seattle. I think you can keep it close. But Russell Wilson, en fuego. It's still the Seahawks defense. Not as en fuego, but still really good. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. Sorry, Redskins, you're going to lose. This is why Sims is funny. He bet $200 on this next team guaranteed to lose. (laughs) Unreal. Yes, Denver Broncos, Brock Osweiler, still being paid by the Cleveland Browns. That's part of the reason you're going to lose. You're you're infiltrated by Brownsness. You lose because of that. And it's Carson Wentz in Wensylvania. You can't go to Philadelphia and win. You can keep it close because you better. I bet some fake money on you, but you'll lose. Sorry. Sharon Lefko told me. I called her earlier today. Then Bruce texted me, Bruce Lefko, and he said, you're right, Chris. The Broncos are going to lose. They might actually call you. For an Eagles (laughs) game, they might call you. And lastly, the game that I'm going to be so drunk at tonight that if you come up to me and said, I love that show that you do with Matt Sims, I'll give you a hug. (laughs) Sims, what is your pick? Let's do it together. J-E-T-S. Lose, lose, lose. I'm sorry. Um, Let's see. Let me try to figure this out. Uh, Josh McCown. Um, Nope, I'm taking Tyrod Taylor. Uh, Bilal Powell. Oh, no, I'm taking LaShawn McCoy. Um, Yes, sorry, Jets. You're going to lose. I got no other thing to talk about other than McDermott's better than Bowles and Buffalo's good. You're going to lose because I say so. This is my segment. I get to say what I want. Eat it. Live with it. Sorry. See you next week. Why did you – oh, here are your guaranteed to losers: yeah. the Indianapolis Colts, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Washington Redskins. I've had the better Broncos, showings there. And the New York football Jets. Pat Sheridan says, Bill's Mafia baby. Corey Burrows is upset. Right. He wrote, fake money, question mark. Yeah. Why would you lie to them? We use our – we take it out of our paycheck. It's direct deposit. I don't lie bets. to the public. Sorry, public. He's lying to you right now. I'm telling you the truth. It's fake money. Right. Isn't all money fake? No. Life isn't about money. I have cash in my let's pocket your, right let's now. Let's see your wad. How let's much see. cash, in the comment section, how much cash do you think Chris Sims has in his pocket right now? Closest to it gets to say they got closest, closest to it. Closest to it. Let's see. Are you, oh, you rock a rubber band. I do. I rock a, a hair uh, a hair band. A hair band. A hair band. Yeah, it's from my wife or my daughter, one of the two. That's correct. Let's see what I got. Sean Whoa. McManus bets 35. 30. Connor McGinnis says 62. Count it. Don't show it. Okay. Brent Lyle says 28. Ian Melberg says 40 bucks. And then Caleb Flynn says $6.76. Man, what the fuck's wrong with you? I'm a baller over here, biatches. And, uh, and Dennis Krager says 235 Oh, uh, he's the closest. Steve I got. Preffo says 5000 And the answer is. Oh, it is. What is that? That's a. I can't. <laughs> I think I got 160 Thank No, you. that wasn't. That was 120 One, two, He can't add. 60, 80, 100. Okay, okay. 20, 40, 60. Okay, okay, okay. Shut your mouth. Let me count it. Shut your mouth. But look at that. Two old 20s in there. Let me see. Old school 20s. Let me make sure. Yeah. All right, cool. Guys, (laughs) thank you so much for watching. We appreciate it. And look, I made a lot of money today. I made 160, and then I made some other money too. Uh, Sims. Peace out, homies. Keep listening, guys. If you're listening to the podcast, if you're on Facebook Live, download it. I just had an awesome interview with Stefan Diggs. It's great. We talked about how Sam Bradford would celebrate touchdowns, and he is our new celebration expert. We're going to bring him in, and he's going to judge with us from okay, now on. Okay, I like he's that. He's awesome. So enjoy that. Have a great weekend. Good luck picking your games. Mike Okaness, good luck to you too. Everybody out there, love you for Sims. Peace out, homie. Fedrick would say good evening, and I will say the L-E-F-K-O-E. Man. Talk to you later.
And it is time for the man that has ruined people's draft classes for years. Stefan Diggs with Sims and Lefko. Sims is, I don't know what he's doing, he's late. But Diggs, how the hell did you go when you got drafted? I, I, it still is crazy to me. All I heard about through the draft was, this kid's a stud. I want this kid on my team. And you go in, was it the fifth round? Yeah. How Does that still motivate you? Because it would grind my gears. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's secondary now. I would say just because you know I've been in the league for a little while, and I feel like uh, you know I've been I've been doing it for a while now. But especially initially when I coming in, I had a whole lot to prove, and now I still got a lot to prove. But it's just coming from a different place. But you know, being slept on was is one thing. So now it's just you know making people aware of what's going on. You know, you just want to play good ball all the time. Oh, dude. I love I love you proving fucking people wrong. It is all, and I want to say this really quick. He's killing it so much. He's here because of Old Spice Invisible Spray delivering forty eight hour protection and fresh manly scents. Because Diggs is a man in a dry spray that doesn't leave white marks on your skin. A t shirt. Find out more at oldspice.com. All right, Diggs. Um, I'm sorry that the NFC North has to forfeit this season. <laughs> because apparently when when Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, your division doesn't exist. What the hell? Yeah, a lot of people are saying that these days because, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers went down and stuff like that, so nobody pays the North any any type of mind. But, hey, that's, that's part of the game, you know. Isn't it funny how powerful that dude is that all of a sudden that happened and everyone just went, wow, we're not going to pay attention anymore? Yeah, it's crazy because, you know, uh, they're definitely a way different team without him. And, um He's a, he plays a he plays a huge part on that team, but for for him to go down, you know, people just turn a blind eye to it. I guess it's I guess it's good, you know. And I, I live in a world of proving people wrong, and you know, my teammates do that as well. So I guess we got a lot to prove. Dude, Stefan, I'm not even lying when I say this. Sims and myself preseason. You know who we picked for the NFC North? The Minnesota freaking Vikings. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Because we looked at your defense, we looked at the wide receivers, obviously Dalvin was there in the beginning, all the help that you guys got on the offensive line, stable quarterback play. We went, we thought the Packers were going to have a drop-off and we both picked the Vikings, so I just want to say you're welcome for the support. <laughs> I appreciate that. You guys are you know, one of the guys who uh, guessed right out, I guess, man, but we got a long ways to go, so I uh, appreciate the support, though. Um, all right, so you, we have a celebration ranking on the podcast every week, and we have a competition, and for two straight weeks, the Stefan Diggs Millie Rock was number one on the celebration <laughs> rankings. I want you to know that my girlfriend saw that, and she showed it to me, and she went, Adam, you need to get your Millie Rock this sturdy. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, if anybody wants some lessons, I... I could put I could put some phone calls in and uh, get the people who taught me. I know some people from New York. That's where it started. So uh, I, I know some people over there that pretty that's pretty good. So I'll let you know, dude. I'm not kidding. So we're in New York. If you ever want to come to New York, talk to your Old Spice guy. Work with Bleacher Report. <laughs> I want to learn the Stefan Diggs Millie Rock because it was sturdy as hell, man. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I didn't start it though. Somebody. Oh, of course. I know. I know. I'm just saying you did it really well. All right. So be, I, you're going to be our official touchdown celebration official from now on so like if we have big celebrations has there been celebrations that you've seen this year that you really liked yeah definitely uh i'm i watch uh i watch all of them every week you know bleacher report does it hell yeah as they keep celebrations all week you know juju always the uh kid in, in pittsburgh i like his celebrations i know i just met him not too long ago so uh I'm, I'm a big fan of his celebration anytime he's in there. He always got something interesting. And then have you seen any that you're like, you know what, 
I saw what they were trying to do, but that one didn't work out. <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah, anybody uh, Come on. the ones that I've seen, they've all went pretty well. You know, because they're all, you know, pre-rehearsed and, you know, uh, choreographed. They try to make sure it looks the best way it can. So I haven't seen any bad ones. All right. So let's say Sam Bradford gets healthy and he plays. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam, I'm, I'm, Sam Bradford. I'm, because I'm trying to see where you're going with this. Yeah, already. I know, I know. Sam Bradford, naked bootleg, runs to the corner of the end zone. The cameras are rolling. He's ready to go. What would Sam Bradford do as a celebration? I'm going to tell you right now, Sam, Sam is going to clap his hands and hit everybody else on the helmet, and he's walking straight to the sideline, <laughs> if I know Sam well. He's, how many claps? Like three claps and then a bunch like, of smacks? Like three, three claps, then we're going to the sideline. Hey, 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 we're going to the next series. Uh, <laughs> yo, I want to say, too, I've been very impressed with Case Keenum. He has really impressed me. You know what? I thought about it with the Rams last year. He's a feisty dude. He reminds me of one of those guys that's like in your crew that's the smaller guy that he'll fight anybody for you, but you're also like, Case, we don't need you right now. Like, is there is there a little <laughs> bit of that Napoleon complex with him? If you see if you see how he plays and, and the things that he does, uh, the type of energy that he has, you can't imagine. It's like it's like he's calmed down when he's playing. So when he's uh, when he's in the huddle and stuff like that, he's he's a scrappy guy. You can tell like if, if a fight breaks out, he's definitely going to at least get in the mix to see what's going on. So uh, you got to love that. Exactly, because quarterbacks are softies. Like you will fight for him. Yeah, quarterbacks are softies, and he's not. And I dig that. <laughs> he's not a soft guy. All right, I got a few more for you. You've been one of the leaders in the NFL with these designer cleats. How, how much of a thing is that? Because when I'm, you know, when I'm looking at Instagram or I'm looking at Bleacher Report and I'm seeing, oh, check out these cleats or these or the Supermans and all that stuff, is that a legit competition in the NFL right now? No, nah, I, I would say, uh, you know, I'm not in competition with anybody, especially because, you know, uh, I'm wearing it, you know, but uh, I like to, I like to feel good. I like to feel good about what I'm wearing. I like, I like different things, and I like to, you know, I like to stay clean. So uh, any type of cleats I wear, I'm. I'm, I like them. I like them coming from me. So, uh, yeah. like, I had got some Wheel of Fortune cleats, and I got them because my grandma used to love watching Wheel of Fortune. And I, and oh, I used to man. hate when she used to turn it on. But now I look back and say, hey, uh, why not give her some cleats? You know, she, uh, she, she worked hard to watch that Wheel of Fortune. Let so me I ask you. You're a young kid. You're growing up. What did you think of Vanna White? Um, she was the one that flipped over all the, the letters. Yeah, she did this minute. I mean. Or were you more of a Pat Sajak guy? I I would say Pat. Damn. Because I mean, I, when I did watch it, I was I was listen I was listening. I wasn't really paying too much attention. <laughs> yeah. uh, man, Pat say what do you think Pat Sajak is like in real life? I have no idea. You think he like hangs out, or do you think he's like you know this one time this woman asked for an A <laughs> and it was an E? I can't. I can't. <laughs> I couldn't guess on what he what he was like. I would I can't imagine. You Damn. know, everybody's different. Everybody's way different than what you think they would be. Dude, you need to do a wheel of fortune celebration. So you get in the end zone and you spin the wheel and you kind of like point your finger and then you say like an A and then you have another teammate flip over an imaginary letter. But listen though, see, that's one thing about celebrations. You want to get as creative as you can, but you can't have any like a too long celebration where people are not going to really. The Steelers hide and went seek for like twenty five seconds. That did take a long time, but at least you knew. You got to know what it is, like off right off the back. Like damn, flipping letters. They're going to look at me like I'm crazy. I, but no, but see, since I know, I can get Bleach Report to be like, oh shit, look yeah. at this cool yeah. Stefan Diggs Will of Fortune celebration, and then you and me take over the internet. As long as you have that background, I'm, I'm going to do background. it. I have that I'm, pull, Stefan. I'm not kidding. 
I'll make it work. I'll Hell work. yeah. All right. So I have a quest a question from a guest. He is one of the most confusing sports fans I've ever met, and he has a question for you. Stefan, okay. this is Josh. I uh, produce the Sims and Lefko podcast. Yeah. I am a University of Maryland alum. I used to see it Panda Express and Stamp all the time. <laughs> we would have lunch together. I just want to know who you think is going to win the game this weekend. We got Maryland and Rutgers playing a new Big Ten rivalry. You're going to ask me who do I think is going to win? Well, give me a score prediction. How big is the win going to be? Because Josh is a big Rutgers fan too. I'm, I'm betting on. My, I'm always going to bet on my guys, but uh, I think I think uh, I, I think us. I like us by. I like us by ten. I like us by ten points. Have you been watching the team at all this year? Yeah, I, I watch them here and there. You know, uh, I know they just had homecoming. If I'm not mistaken, uh, they brought out the yellow jerseys and they did. I got some young kids, young kids over there that are like my little brother. So I always try to keep an eye on them. All right, last one, and I want to give another shout out to Old Spice for making this possible because I know I'm going long. But Old Spice Invisible Spray, it makes you smell good. Fucking use it; it's great. All right. Stefan Diggs, I think your defense is amazing. Do you know wrestling at all? Do you know what a Royal Rumble is? Um, I'm somewhat familiar. Okay, so a Royal Rumble is when there's a guy in the ring, and then someone else comes to the ring, and then they fight, and then someone else comes in, and then yeah, people yeah, yeah, keep they coming keep in. Fighting, right? Okay, yeah. So Everson Griffin is in the ring. And hold on, hold on. am I in the ring? No, you're not in the ring. You are a special <laughs> guest referee. The only person in the ring is Everson Griffin. And then Eric Kendricks runs in. What happens? It's going to be a scrap now. Eric is in no pushover now. Everson is pretty big, and he's, you know, he's scrappy as well, but it ain't going to be no pushover. All right, so hold on. As they're fighting. He needed some help. I'll I'll run in there. Hold on. You're not fighting yet. As they're fighting, Anthony Barr runs in. Do Kendricks Uh, and Barr team up on Griffin, or is it a 1v1v1? If I had to guess, they're going to team up against Griffin first. Okay. And then they'll fight each other. And then who wins that? Take care of it. They go, they go, I don't know. I don't know. That's you know, two LA guys. You never know. It could go anyway. Stefan, you're the re- you're the referee. You got to pick who wins this one. Listen, listen. I can't be over. Here and then out of nowhere, Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter runs in. <laughs> I'm picking Daniel. Okay, so now Daniel is the Royal Rumble, and then out of nowhere, Harrison Smith. And Xavier Rhodes jump over the ropes, and it's Daniil Hunter versus Xavier Rhodes and Harrison Smith, and the winner is. I don't think you've ever seen Daniil Hunter up close. I'm picking Daniil Hunter. So I want to tell you, not only did I pick the Vikings to win the NFC North, I picked Daniil Hunter as my defensive MVP for the season. That's how much confidence I had in Daniil. You're, I mean, he's it's it's still early now. You know, I know we got another another half. Out. He think he's going to turn up now. He's been having some good games. Tell him I need like fourteen sacks, and we're. Gonna... I got you. I got you. I'll you know I'll put that bug in. All right. Day. So you for real, report thing for me. You know, yes. Good background information, and I got you. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. You try and do the Wheel of Fortune, and I'll get that on Instagram everywhere. When you come to New York, we're doing Millie Rocks, and you're joining the Sims Lefko podcast, and you're officially our new celebration king. And I'm going to need you to vote at the end of the year, too. I got you. This is a busy schedule. I'm I know. We got, got on the phone and kind of got it figured out. Me, too. Now we're on, the, we're on the right road to success. Awesome. Stefan, enjoy your bye week. Old Spice, buy it. It's amazing. See you, brother. Thanks, boss. Have a good one. You, too.